The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. everybody to MLB DFS Quick Hits. This will be your Wednesday, April 5th edition. And I hope everybody had a good Tuesday of action. Today is our first day of everybody in play. 15 games. We have three day games, 12 evening games. Gives you a 15 game all day slate, a three game early slate, a 12 game late slate, and so, so many other little slates to play with. Tons of action on the board. Uh, yesterday was, I mentioned it was a really goofy day. The pitching, like none of it really stood out. Arietta was great. Cueto was okay, but didn't turn out to be more than like 12 points. Mieta got beat up, which was possible. I said San Diego stack's not the worst thing. McCullers was awesome. That was probably my favorite guy, and he, he turned it up. Other than that, it was ugly. Uh, guys looked like they'd be good, and they weren't. Um, Sabathia was my punt play if you wanted him. He turned out to be great. Um. Out of nowhere, Richard was outstanding for the Dodgers. Doesn't mean we're not going to attack the Dodgers bats again today because they're in another great spot. But um, really weird day of action. Some things worked out great, some didn't. But that is baseball, people. Baseball, 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 where even the best hitters go 0 for 4 for multiple days in a row. You never know what you're going to get. You just play the advantages you have. And as bad as it sounds, you start to cross your fingers eventually because that's about as best as you can do. Uh, today we have some better pitching on the mound, but still some question marks. It's uh, it's a weird, weird deal to say the least. Uh, real quick, we'll look at some Vegas information. Your heavy favorites of the day, Washington's a minus 165 favorite over the Fish. The Mets, 190 favorites over the Bravos, another big one there. Boston, minus 185 over the Pirates yet again. And the Dodgers, minus 260 over San Diego. So if you played San Diego yesterday, if you're a gambling man, you could lose today if you played them all three games and you're still up on the week. So that's the beauty of playing those heavy dogs. If they win and they're that heavy, they only got to win about 35 to 40% of the time and you're looking real gravy. So that's good. Um, we have a lot of overs and unders up there. We have one, two, three, three in the nines. You have the Giants and the D-backs over under nine. Rockies, Brewers over under nine. Toronto, Baltimore over under nine. Before I even saw the totals in that game, I saw the pitching matchups and I loved them. The totals made me feel a ton better. 
Our lowest is San Diego and the Dodgers is over under seven. I still like the over there thanks to the Dodgers. Braves Mets over under seven. That uh, makes a little bit of sense. And uh, you have Cubs Cardinals over under seven and a half. Um, and Angels A's under seven and a half. The rest are all eights, eights and a half. Cleveland Texas eight and a half. Philadelphia Cincinnati eight and a half. Miami Washington eight and a half. Detroit Chicago eight and a half. Kansas City Minnesota eight and a half. Uh, just to give you a heads up, I'm going to go through the whole 15 game slate. I'm not going to break it down into day and night. If you need to know, Kansas City, Minnesota is uh, your opening day game at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 Pacific. Uh, Chicago, St. Louis follows. Detroit, Chicago, White Sox is the third game on that slate. That's your three game early day game slate. The rest, 12 games are at night. So if you're getting your action in, get it in by 1 110, I believe, Eastern. 1010 Pacific. Uh, make that happen for you. Let's get into it. Let's get to the, the weather real quick on today's action. Yesterday, we dodged the bullets. St. Louis held off. We got all the games in. It's a great thing. This time of year, especially in the Midwest, a lot of weird, thundery storm action. East Coast can be real goofy. This happens every year. We have to deal with it come April. But um, St. Louis, yet again, come game time, 55% chances, and then it gets real heavy thunderstorms. That game looks real sketchy. And then in Chicago White Sox, we're talking 80% plus again. Uh, so your two-day games might not even happen. A day slate might not even really happen today. So buyer beware on your day action. I don't even – the only reason why I want to play the day slate is – I'll get into why, but uh, James Shields is pitching for the White Sox, so I love the stack against Shields plus – Zimmerman for the Tigers isn't the best, but 80% plus chances of rain in Chicago, and the wind is blowing in from left center at 22 miles an hour. So it's actually a decent pitching environment, to say the least. Um, in the Marlins-Nationals game, the wind's coming in from right right center, right field line at about 11 miles an hour. Very slight chance of rain there. Rain picks up as the evening goes on. Same in Baltimore. Shockers are about the same location. Uh, other than that, you got in Cincinnati, the wind's blowing in hard from right field at 12 miles an hour, and you have 80% at game time, 80% chances of rain, and it kind of dwindles as the night goes on. So keep an eye on Philadelphia, Cincy, uh, wind in Texas, Indians, Rangers, wind is blowing out the straightaway center at 14 miles an hour. I already liked bats in that game. That just makes things even sexier right there. You got some heavy windage right there. You see the ball flying out the first game. Um, yeah, we got it again. Houston will probably close the Dome. So don't worry about that. Milwaukee can close the Dome. Don't worry about that. And that about wraps it up. So you have a couple nice wind environments to pick on for either your pitching or your hitting. And then there's uh, a handful of rain. Don't forget that one. Uh, Philly, Cincy, heavy rain chance. We have, uh, where was I at? And then your day games, White Sox and Cardinals, both heavy rain chances. So... Two on the early slate rain, one on the late slate. Remember Kevin Roth, DFS Weather. I tweeted it out. There's three links you can follow. Roth's the best, but they all do very, very good, very, very quality information, and they will keep you in the game. It's a must for DFS players. Let's get into the pitching on tonight's slate, and we have three arms over 10K. Just kicking it off, Chris Sale makes his Boston Red Sox debut in Fenway. This is the man they got. This is the reason they got him is to get big wins like this. You know, no David Price. They need him. Porcello was really, really good in his first start out there. Uh, he was in the 8,000 sales, 3,000 more almost. 
So it just shows you the difference in quality. This guy's lights out. Didn't face Pittsburgh at all last year. Uh, your home road splits don't really count. New ballpark. But uh, you got to like it. That Pittsburgh lineup we mentioned with Porcello is not the best. Um, uh, Sale, he's he's a strikeout machine. He strikes out over one batter per inning. He's going to ha have his fair share of strikeout chances in this one. 11-2 steep. I'm not saying you have to go all in on Sale. But because uh, it takes a lot to get the return for that value, but I will definitely have a little bit of action there against a subpar Pirates batting order. At 10-8, you have Rich Hill of the Dodgers going up against the Padres. Everybody loves Rich Hill. Everybody loves that hammer he brings. He's good, win healthy, and he's healthy right now. It's kind of the stream of Steven Strasburg theory. Use him while you got him. Uh, you don't know how long you're going to have him for, but you got him here. Last year against San Diego in one start, six innings, one hit, no earned, eight Ks. He strikes out more than a batter in any when he pitches on the road. He had a 2.69 ERA last year, 108 whip, 124 Ks in 100 innings. Did very well on the road last year. Uh, spent part of his time in Oakland, of course, but still very solid stuff. Not a bad look at 10.8 if you want to take a $400 pay cut from uh, sale. We're always going to keep targeting the Padres' bats, but I do like some of their bats if you want to target Hill today. But Hill at 10.8. Not a bad look at all. People might be scared off after watching Miami get hit around. Don't forget, Kershaw shut him down on game one as a lefty as well, given Kershaw is a special specimen on his own. But uh, give me some Rich Hill at 10-8, not the worst thing. Out of the top three priced arms, I really like Mr. Jacob DeGrom at 10-6. Heavy price tag, but this is a strikeout monster uh, facing the Braves, who we know will strike out. Now, I want to preface this. I will have a Brave stack because there's some bats I do like in this game, but... DeGrom has that potential, that high K potential that we love on DraftKings at home. 81 innings pitched last year, 93 strikeouts, uh, 211 ERA at home. He was really, really, really good at home last year. Against Atlanta, 19 and two-thirds innings last year, four earned, 15 strikeouts. Obviously in the division, very, very familiar with the Bravos. Uh, give me some Jacob DeGrom at 10,600. So if I have to rank the top three, I'd go DeGrom, Sale, Hill, in my opinion, Sell Hill are basically one or two A and two B to me. I like DeGrom. A, because you can save 600 on it on a sale and that strikeout potential against the Braves. I like that a lot. Plus, if we want to get Vegas involved, Atlanta's over under seven is tied for the lowest on the slate. Dodgers and Padres is as well with Rich Hill. Uh, that Boston one's up to eight, but I think a lot of that goes for the Boston Bats. Let's, uh, we're going to skip over the only 9K pitcher. And we're going to head into the 8K range. We're going to kick it off with Ian Kennedy at $8,600 in Minnesota. Kennedy uh, on the road last year, 319, or no, sorry, on the road, 3890 ERA. Overall on the season, he had a uh, 3680 ERA. So not a bad pitcher. Almost a K per inning on the road. He had 108 innings pitch, 104 Ks against the Twins last year. 28 innings, 9 earned runs, 27 Ks. So they did hit him. He was averaging almost 18 points a game uh, against the Twins last year. Uh, big strikeout potential going up against the Twins in a shaky uh, shaky weather environment in a pitcher's yard. You always take care. I mentioned this when Duffy was on the mound. Take advantage of some of these odd weather games. Uh, the weather for Minnesota. Where'd you go? You're right here a second ago. The weather's usually a little colder and everything this time of year, so you try to pick on that kind of stuff. 
Oh, it's the first game of the day. The wind's blowing in from left center at 10 miles an hour, and it's going to be in the low 50s. So it's not going to even be that hot. The ball's not going to be flying as much. Sure, there will be a home run or two, no doubt about that. But it's a nice look uh, when it comes to Ian Kennedy, $8,600. We're talking that's two grand cheaper than DeGrom right there. You can mix them, match them if you want. Next up, Michael Pinata at $8,400. Everyone has their opinions on Pinata. I get it. He had a 482 ERA last year. He also had 207 strikeouts and 175 innings pitched. That's the number I pay attention to. Against the Rays last year, it was scary. 24 innings, 20 earned runs, 38 strikeouts. He still got you a 13 fantasy points per game. On the road, 15 fantasy points a game with almost an ERA of 5, but he had 104 Ks and 88 innings. I'm not saying he's going to light the world on fire. I love the Rays' bats today. But if you want a contrarian GPP play with upside due to the strikeout potential, and if he can go 5 or 6 of, say, even 3 runs or less, with the potential to get you 8-plus Ks, Pinata is a very nice GPP play because many will stray away from him when they see the, the blow-up potential. He's got the nickname Pinata for a reason. So um, keep that in mind. This is a very, very tough play. At the same time, it could pay, pay diamonds on this one. Tanner Rourke, 8,200 against the Nationals. Uh, Rourke, he doesn't light the world on fire when it comes to strikeouts. 173 and 214 innings last year. But man, does he just 2.86 ERA, low whip. He gets it done. 2.96 ERA on the road. Uh, he liked facing the the Marlins last year. Actually, they liked facing him too. 34 innings, but he gave up 17 earned, 26 Ks. He pitched very well at home last year. 2.77 ERA, uh, 36 runs and 117 innings. Uh, the Marlins are a sneaky play on the at the bats, but Rourke very solid play on the mound as well. He's not going to get a ton of strikeouts. That's why the price tag is a little high at 82, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Safe cash play. Um, good spot for a win. As I said, he's a heavy favorite going up against Dan Straley and the Fish. Over under 8.5 in this game. I think a lot of that is uh, credited to the Nationals in this one. Let's take us down to the $7,000 range. And there's a lot of interesting value here. It's not, you know, world beaters, kind of how Ka or, uh, Manaya and Odorizzi were yesterday. They shown flashes of really good stuff and flashes of what the hell are they doing on the mound. That's what you're going to get when you start going 7K and below, folks. It's just the way it works. But when these boys hit, it's a beautiful thing. Um, you got everyone's preseason fantasy baseball darling, Jarrell Cotton, making his season debut last year in 29 innings pitched, 700 runs, 23 strikeouts, 215 ERA. He had one start against the Angels, six and a third, two hits, one earned, three strikeouts. Not the biggest strikeout arm, but. Um, Keeps the ball in the yard on 1-4 ERA on 19 innings at home. These sample sizes are stupid small. Just keep that in mind. Stupid small. He had three three starts at home last year total. But he has very, very good stuff. He had a good spring, decent spring. Uh, high prospect when they had him. A lot of people are going to be on him. He might be chalky at 7,800, but he's a decent option in that price range. One that I really like, but it's dicey as hell with his over-under nine game. Taiwan Walker at $7,500. He had bone spurs last year because he started out the year out on fire. Then things just went haywire. And when they found out he had some massive bone spurs and uh, they took him out. If you ever see the picture online, it was nasty. It's like that old game Jax used to play. And they were just all over his foot. It, there's no, no wonder his pitching went downhill. But he's a massive strikeout potential guy. Making his debut in Arizona. 
It's always scary targeting pitchers in Coors Light. Uh, the Giants, you saw them last night hit. They got a lot of good bats to target tonight. We will be stacking Giants as well. But Walker at $7,500 is a nice GPP play. Big upside, big strikeout upside. Um, Giants don't strike out a ton, ton, but they do strike out a little, uh, especially on the back end of that lineup. So interesting play with Tylon Walker if you want to take that gamble. Another gamble, especially due to the rain circumstances, but the ballpark and lineup he's facing is Jared Eikhoff at 7,400 on the road in Cincinnati. Eikhoff, uh, you saw what Hellickson did in game one. Impressive. Now you got Eikhoff coming off a great year, almost 200 innings pitched. Not a ton of strikeouts, 167, but he keeps the ball in the yard. Um, on the road, he pitched a little worse on the road than he did at home. Never faced Cincinnati last year. Dicey play. Dicey play indeed. Weather's tough, but uh, interesting GPP play against that Reds lineup, which you saw on opening day, and you'll see most of the year. Not world beaters. You got Votto, Duvall, a couple other little pieces here and there, but they'll have their big games once in a while, but overall, Really bad lineup. Good one to target come DFS time. Another pitcher in that San Francisco Arizona game. We have Matt Moore at seventy two hundred dollars. Moore was really good once he came over to the Giants last year. He had a great spring. I expect big big things from him. This is a scary spot throwing in Arizona in this ball game. But uh, last year in three starts against Arizona, when he came over, he faced him a lot at the end of the season. Nineteen out of the thirds innings. Eight earned, 21 strikeouts. He pitched very well even in Coors Light last year. Sure, it's you know a different game, and the likes of Goldie and Pollock and Tomas and some of those boys are very scary. But Moore should go very under-owned. He was under-owned a lot last year. I like Moore a lot as a GPP play, even slightly as a cash play, because he's pretty safe. He usually limits damage, doesn't give up a ton of bombs, going to give you five, six solid innings. Um, I always preface it. I should have... I should just say it once, but I keep saying it. The blow-up's there. He's a $7,200 pitcher. But overall, in this price range, he's one of the quote-unquote safer ones. And I like him a ton today. I will have a lot of exposure with him. A couple little stacks of Arizona to, to, to offset it, but we'll definitely have some Matt Moore action. Here is a criminally off-priced pitcher. Very, very off-priced pitcher. The one Garrett Richards at $7,100 on the road in Oakland. First, he's pitching in Oakland, which is always a beautiful thing. Facing the A's lineup, beautiful thing. But Garrett Richards, coming off his injury last year, he's been injured a lot lately, the last few years. He has great stuff. He was the ace of that staff, or potential ace of that staff at one time before injuries kicked in. His spring... He was popping that radar gun. He was hitting triple digits at time. That fastball was moving. It looked like the Garrett Richards of old. If he brings half of that for $7,100, this is a steal. I don't know what the pricing is here. Maybe DraftKings will make me eat croaks. He gives up 10 runs in the first inning. But the night game, over under 7.5. He's a slight favorite against the A's. Huge strikeout arm here. We're talking a K per inning, maybe a little more, depending on how he's going. I like Garrett Richards a lot. He's the best pitcher the A's will see all series. They saw it in Alaska, Shoemaker, now Richards. Richards is the real deal if he stays healthy. $7,100. I love Garrett Richards today. I um, I might be eating that one later, but uh, hey, Duffy was the top option the first day. McCullers yesterday. Let's make it three for three. Garrett Richards, $7,100. He's the cheapest one I'm picking so far this year as my top option. I like him a ton. Um, really hoping he he gets it done. 
Moving on to the 6K range where it gets dicey. Another odd price pitcher. I get it based on the lineup he's facing. Houston loves to hit lefties. Hits them very, very well. James Paxton, $6,900. Another fantasy baseball darling this offseason. Um, pitched great, great last year in times. Finished strong. Uh, against Houston in three starts, 17 innings, 11 earned, 16 Ks. That 16 Ks is what stands out. He's ma- he's almost a strikeout per inning guy. Houston, a uh, free swing in the lineup, but uh, it's going to be interesting. There hasn't been a lot of offense in that series, surprisingly. Um, Houston's a minus 115 favorite over under eight in that game. So Paxton's the dog. Uh, low over low over under for that ballpark, but it's a lot due to the pitching in that game. Paxton is a very quality arm. Good lefty. Houston hits lefties very well. So stacking against Paxton is a very nice option. But uh, $6,900, not a bad punt play at all. One of the better punt plays we've had this season in James Paxton. The upside is there for a a big day. He's got 15-plus point upside. If he can get you in the 20s at 6,900, bravo. Another guy with potential upside, Dylan Bundy at 6,800 at home against Toronto. A very hard thrower against that Toronto lineup is scary. Donaldson, Bautista, Morales, all guys that could take him deep, deep. But the kid has light, light, lightning stuff. Uh, throws very hard, good strikeout stuff. Uh, he can get almost a K per inning. He short start, short to start against uh, against Toronto last year, so I don't really count that. Uh, he's he's finally getting his chance in the rotation. So Dylan Bundy at sixty eight hundred dollars, very nice look, very dicey look. GPP only at sixty eight hundred dollars. And the last punt play of the night, going back to the Big Apple, we got the big sexy Bartolo Colon at $6,700. We loved Bartolo last year. We loved using Bartolo last year. It was a weird one with him because he'd either go out there and just shock you and get her done, or it would be boom goes the dynamite. So it's going up against the Mets, whose offense, you know, they struggle against Tehran. They, they opened it up against that, that Braves bullpen on opening day. We've seen them uh, have many games last year where they did absolutely nothing against horrible pitching, and then games where they blew up and just scored like crazy. So you don't know what you're going to get with that Mets offense at all. Bartolo has that potential to get you six solid couple runs, handful of strikeouts. He's definitely a punt play at $6,700, GPP only. Good way to mix in some heavy, heavy pitching, if or heavier pitching if you'd like to go with it. All right, let's head over to uh, the bats. We'll start with the catchers. And we're going to go down a little ways and not attack the top, top of the area. And we're going to go Evan Gaddis at $3,800. I said lefties versus Paxton. And this is your your, your, right-handed bats targeting the left-handed Paxton at Houston. Gaddis will be your first one at $3,800. A little pricey. Um, Tonight's pricing for bats, we finally see a lot of 5K guys. A lot of guys we've been targeting for cheap or gone up. It's going to be interesting. They've DraftKings is already tinkering with prices and making things really, really, really not tight, tight, but tighter. So Gaddis at thirty eight hundred dollars could be a decent play. Uh, Salvi Perez, if you're on the day slate, I love Salvi at thirty seven hundred against Hector Santiago. Don't forget about Beef Wellington Castillo. The guy mashes left handed pitching. We saw it when he was in the Arizona. Well, today they're the the O's are facing uh, J.A. Happ of the Blue Jays. So Castillo at $3,700, sneaky play. 
I like going back to the Yasmani Grandalwell, $3,600 at home against the garbage Trevor Cahill. Um, Dodgers definitely will play again tonight. One thing I will mention about catching, pay attention to the lineups even more today because some it's the third game, some three games in three days. Might be giving guys rest. Grandal might not even be starting for all we know, but this is a great spot for him to start, so I hope he is. Grandal at 36, very nice play there. Go JT Riamuto at 3,500 if you're fading Tanner Rourke. Uh, Cameron up 3,400 against the lefty Brandon Finnegan. I like Finnegan this year overall. I want to see him throw a few times before I really you know start targeting him in DFS. He's not a horrible play. Rain's nasty there. I like uh, some Phillies against that left-handed bat and Finnegan as well. So rough at 34, not a bad look at all. A nice cheap option at catcher also is uh, Matt Wieters at $3,200. Against Dan Straley, we will be using the uh, the Nats against Straley. Weeders is one of the lower options that won't be as heavily targeted if you want a piece of the action. Like I mentioned last yesterday on Twitter, when the Rockies lineup came out, I said if you don't want the heavy exposure, you know the Arenados, the stories, the cargos that everyone's going to be on, and you want some cheaper options, I said stack Para, Reynolds, and Walters, the six, seven, eight bats. Well, if you did that, you're very happy because they produce, especially Parra. Parra has been money both games this year. We'll be on him again today. Talking about those Rockies, see see if you start him with Tony Walters. He's up to 3100 now. His price keeps rising. No surprise there. Going against Willie Peralta, Mr. I give love giving up fly balls, a.k.a. home runs in that ballpark. So Rockies, much in play again today. Jan Gomes, 3100 going up against the lefty Cole Hamels. Nice little punt one off there. Chris Iannetta, keep an eye on that for the D-backs. If Mathis isn't catching, like I said, he's got the first two games. Mathis is cheap. If he's not catching, Chris Iannetta loves hitting lefties. Um, this is probably one of the reasons they kind of brought him over. Their $2,700 could be a nice low option if you're targeting Matt Moore today. Chris Iannetta. Another nice look if you're going to fade Rich Hill. Austin Hedges of the Padres at $2,400. A young, young prospect catching for the Padres. $2,400, nice and cheap. And like I said, Mathis, if he is starting, he's 2,300. So you get Ionetta at 27 or Mathis at 23 for the D-backs catcher. Not bad at all. Moving over to first base, we kick it off. Oh, James Shields, my man. Miggy Cabrera, $5,100. He's pricey, pricey, pricey. If you don't want to pay that at first base but want the Tigers exposure, you got Victor Martinez at 38 uh, $1,300 saving. I have no problem using Victor over Miggy in this one, but uh, either one, lock and load. You got Goldie at 5K against the lefty and more. Goldie went ding-dong yesterday. Another nice look again today. Edwin Encarnacion is 4,800 against Cole Hamels. The ball should be flying out of that yard. Talked about the wind blowing straight out. Um, I mentioned in previous podcasts, not the biggest Hamels fan in that ballpark. He's going to have his really good starts, but overall, he was really bad there last year, and I can see it continuing this year, especially against a good lineup like Cleveland. If you want some exposure to fading Zimmerman and you want some White Sox, you got Jose Abreu at $4,600. One of my favorite first base plays, he's first base and outfield eligible, the Trumbaum. He hit the walk-off the other day for the Baltimore Orioles. Mark Trumbo at 44 against the lefty and half. That's a pretty decent price compared to those top salaries. Against the lefty, Trumbo loves raking them. Uh, give me some Trumbaum, $4,400. We go into Freddie Freeman, $4,100 if you're fading Tanner or Jacob DeGrom. 
Not a bad price tag for Freeman. He's been hitting everybody under the sun. He hit Thor. He had three hits on the opening day. If anybody's going to hit the ground, Freddie Freeman is definitely one of those guys. Tommy Joseph, 4,100 against Finnegan. Lefty-righty matchup. Definite dongage potential with Joseph. Not a bad price tag there. Will Myers, 4,100 against uh, the lefty and Rich Hill. Love Brandon Belt today. Four grand. If you're going to fade Taiwan Walker, Belt swinging a hot stick at four grand. A very nice look at first base. If you want to pay down a bit, still get some nice production possibility. Piece of that over under nine. Brandon Belt, $4,000. Here we go with the Dodgers being criminally underpriced again. Cahill's on the mound, yet Adrian Gonzalez is only $3,800. He should be popular and very rightfully so. Aegon at 38 is a great play. Travis Shaw, 3,700 at home against Chatwood. Like Shaw Law, he's had a big start to the season. He's going to flourish in the middle of that lineup in that ballpark. Target him in Milwaukee against righties. Travis Shaw, 37. Very nice play. Do not forget him. So I'm saying there's some expensive options, but you don't have to pay up for them all. Belt, 4,000. Aegon, 38. Shaw, 37. All very solid. Hell, here's another one. Matt Holiday, 3,600. We saw what he did yesterday. Uh, the guy hits in the middle of the order, and he hits. That's what Matt does. He's a career career professional solid baseball hitter. First base outfield eligible, 3,600 against Alex Cobb. I'm an Alex Cobb fan, but I have to see it from him right now. Coming back from injuries, um, it's going to be a real test to see if he, he comes back and how fast he comes back to that dominating form. I like some Yankees today. Holiday is definitely one of them in the middle of that order at a nice cheap $3,600. Mark Reynolds for the D-backs at 34, and we mentioned them almost every day. Facing Willie Peralta in that yard, Mark Reynolds, very nice value. Another quality value play, Logan Morrison is from a man, Yancey. Lomo, 3,200, goes that fastball pitcher in Pinata. Lomo might be hitting the Pinata and seeing the candy fall out because he hit a bomb on, the, on their first game, and this is another great, great look for Lomo here tonight. Greg Bird. He was 2800 yesterday, got her done. 3100 tonight. Love him again against Alex Cobb at $3,100. Nice, nice value play at first base. Uh, the bird is the word. The guy's got legit power. And if they're going to keep underpricing him like that, you have to take advantage of it. Last but not least, at $3,000, you have Marwin Gonzalez switch hitting first base, third baseman. See if he's in the lineup for the Astros. But if he is, he likes to hit lefties a little bit. Uh, going up against James Paxton, he went ding-dong yesterday. Could be a sneaky, very under play. I'm not saying play him everywhere, but if you're in a handful of GPPs, nice sneaky look there with Marvin Gonzalez. First base, third base eligible, 3K. Going on to second base, kick it off with Jose Altuve facing a lefty. Jose rakes pretty much everybody. But against lefties, does very well. $4,800, high price tag, could be big rewards. Ian Kinsler, 4,600 against James Shields is all you got to say there. Solid play. DJ LeMahieu, 4,500 against Willie Peralta. Not a bad play at all. My my probably top play, if you're not going to go Altuve, Daniel Murphy, 4,500. Second base, third base eligible against Straley. I love that price tag for Murphy. I know it's pricey. Another great spot for this guy. He is a really, really good hitter. And until they respect him, he needs to be almost in the 5K range with Dozier, game in and game out. The guy can absolutely rake. And to me, 4500 with with Murphy is still value against a pitcher like Don, against Dan Straley. I think he's a great play today. Robbie Cano at $4,400 against Charlie Morton. Morton brings a heavy sinker to Houston. People are very high on him. You know, he's got the Roy Holiday approach now. Uh, 
I'll, I'll, I'll be targeting him until Morton proves me otherwise. I'm sure, the Mariners have not hit worth a crap the first two games. Three hit in the opener, only one run last night. McCullers was filthy last night. If you watched any of that, the movement on his fastballs, his curveball, everything was just filthy. Um, but Cano at 4,400, I like that a lot. If you want to go Rugi Adore and you want to target uh, Danny Salazar, 4,300. Javi Baez at 3,900, second base, third base eligible. Nice look there against uh, Lance Lynn. Jonathan Scope facing the lefty in Hap, $3,800. It's a nice price tag for a guy that's got dongage potential, potential double dong potential. Scope at 3800 second base, third base eligible. Sneaky little play there. Joe Panic, 3800 against Taiwan Walker. Love me some Panic today. That's a great price tag, 3800 Swinging a good stick. Um, he's a little farther down the order than I'd like, but uh, good luck if you can go like a Crawford, Panic. And see who else is in the back end today. Maybe Parker. Nice, sneaky panic. And Parker will be really low-owned. Could be a nice, sneaky stack against Taiwan Walker. Logan Forsythe, 3,700. Facing uh, Cahill. Uh, Howie Kendrick, $3,600. Facing the lefty and Finnegan. It's a sneaky play. Second base outfield eligible. Kendrick likes facing the lefties. Um, nice, low price. There will be very, very low-owned. Might get a little bit of him in your life. Brandon Drury, if you're face, fading Matt Moore, Drury at 3,500 is a phenomenal play. Second base outfield eligible. This kid's going to mash. I've mentioned it many times. He's hit the ball hard the first two games. A good matchup here against the lefty if you're fading Matt Moore. Nice value, 3,500, especially if you're going to pay up for the likes of Goldie and maybe Pollock. Drury, a nice cheap put, uh, option to get a piece of that action. And last but not least, Derek Dietrich, $3,100. Second base, third base eligible. If you're fading Tanner Roark, Derek Dietrich, not a bad look at all there. Should be a right smack dab in the middle of the offense if the Marlins have any today. Moving over to third base, third base shortstop eligible. Manny Machado, $5,100 going up against J.A. Happ. Love Machado. Love him most days today. You really got to love him. Uh, he's in a great spot against Happ. Nolan Arenado, 5K. 5K is worth it. Willie Peralta, Arenado's just mashing everything he touches right now. He's going to do it all year. So expect this price tag to stay up here. Great look again today against Peralta. Really good play. The Todd father, Todd Frazier, 75 or 4,500, sorry, 4,500. First base, third base eligible. If you're fading Zimmerman, I like that in that game. I told you the, the weather's crappy, the wind's blowing in, but everyone's going to be on Detroit, rightfully so, against James Shields. But Zimmerman's not that great himself. He's He's had good outings, but he's... Blown up more times than not. So, Frazier could be a sneaky nice play on that one. Miguel Sano, $4,200. Third-based outfield eligible. If you're fading Ian Kennedy, you have to have some Sano in your life. The dongage on this man is ridiculous. He hit one on opening day. He can do it against anybody, right or left, uh, Miguel Sano. Justin Turner, $4,200. Back against the righty. Love him tonight. Love him tonight at third base. Beating up on Cahill. Justin Turner, the red ginger. Getting at it. Kyle Seager, 4,100, fading Charlie Morton. Dicey play, not a bad play, though. Castellanos, 3,900 against James Shields. Bregman, 3,900 if you're fading the lefty in Paxton. Keep an eye on Bregman at 39. Value play if you're on the day slate and it doesn't get run a rain out. You have Jacob, Jacoby Jones again at 3,100, third base shortstop eligible. Mention how I loved him on the opener for 2,700. Genghis rained out. They play it yesterday. What's he do? He goes yard. Yep, he goes yard. This kid's a high prospect, and he has very good power. 
not going to go yard every day, but this Jacoby Jones kid, pricing went up 400 bucks in this game. Still low for the potential you get, again, especially if it's a pitcher like James Shields. But remember, weather's horrible in that game. Last one on these, Chase Headley mentioned him yesterday, how he had three hits in the opener, going oppo, using the shift. He went yard yesterday, $2,900. Very nice looking at Alex Cobb. Chase Headley is a hell of a play for $2,900. Great value, swinging a good stick. Maybe he's figuring it out. I'm not. He's going to have a lot of over games. We know that with Chase Headley. With $2,900, you're not expecting a ton out of that. It's, it's a pure punt value play. If he goes over 4 you kind of shrug your shoulders and go, well, I saw that coming. But, man, if that $2,900 gets you a dong like it did yesterday, you're doing cartwheels. I can't because I'm too fat for that. But you can do cartwheels. Um, Chase Headley, $2,900. Very, very nice price tag. Let's get over to the shortstop position. A little pricey, but I absolutely love this one as well. We already mentioned Machado's eligibility there. Trey Turner, outfield shortstop eligible at $5,000. This kid's going to get on and run like crazy. We saw it in the opener. We saw it all last season. He did not disappoint in game one. Look, he's in store for another big game today. Thinking of stores, Trevor Story at $4,700. He's been raking another phenomenal spot against Peralta. Price tag's up there. Rightfully so. If you can squeeze him in, solid, solid play. Carlos Correa at 4700 against the lefty and Paxton. Correa's going to hit everybody this year. This is a good matchup as well. Keep an eye on Carlos Correa. He should be low-owned. Johnny VR, third base shortstop eligible, 4600 against Chatwood. Love this spot for VR. A little pricey. I feel like if I'm, if I'm going to pay 46 I might as well go pay 47 for Story or even go all the way up to 5 for for Turner. But that, all, that might leave VR low-priced as well. Keep that in mind. He might, I mean, low-owned. So keep that in mind. VR, nice look there. Bogarts, 4500 third base shortstop eligible against Tyon. Nice look. Love me some Corey Seager, 4500 against Cahill. Dodgers, man, I'm telling you. Stack away. Francisco Lindor, 4,400 against Cole Hamels. I'm switching to Lindor. Off to another really good start this year. He'll be low-owned today. If you look at those names above him, very low-owned. So I like that a lot. Eduardo Nunez of the Giants, third base and shortstop eligible at 4K. He's been raking. Hit again yesterday. Good look again today against Taiwan Walker. Not as good as yesterday against Corbin. But a good look today. One little bit of value, Jose Reyes at 3,900, third base shortstop eligible, going up against big, sexy Bartolo Colon. I like Jose, $3,900, should be very low owned. Another low ownage, Brandon Crawford, 3,700 against Taiwan Walker is outstanding. I already mentioned Belt at 4K being criminal, Panic at 38 was criminal. Crawford, even cheaper at 3,700, is criminal. Crawford's probably swinging one of the hottest bats in the whole lineup. I love me some V-Crowd today at $3,700. It's not even a Giants bias here. That is just a great price tag. Even if he goes over, phenomenal price tag. You're looking for value here. You're looking for low ownership. Brandon Crawford, folks, $3,700. Moving on to Alcides Escobar at $3,600 against Santiago. Very solid play against the lefty leading off there for the Royals. Brad Miller at $3,600 against Pinata is an awesome play. There's some good-looking Tampa Bay plays today. Brad Miller being one of them. You have Miller at 36, Lomo at 32, and wink, wink. We're going to get to the outfield where there's even cheaper options that are almost almost a must-play if you're going to say must-play. Last but not least, your punt one-off at shortstop, Ronald Torres, 2,400 for the Yankees. Another cheap, cheap Yankee against Cobb. Torres went yard yesterday against Odorizzi. You're not expecting him to light the world on fire day in and day out, but for 2400 
I take a base hit and a run scored. You go ding dong. Oh boy. Let's head to the outfield. Mookie Betts, 5,900 against Tyon. Trout, 5,200 against Cotton. Don't have to say much there. I mention him every day. Charlie Blackman, he's up to 5,100 against Peralta. That is a phenomenal play. I know the price tag's high, but Peralta's going to be giving it up, folks. Bryce Harper, 5K against Dan Straley is a great price tag as well. I still take Blackman over Harper just because of the ballpark and everything everything in a combined, even potential rain in, in Washington. But Harper at 5K, can't go wrong there. Cargo at 4,900 is phenomenal as always. If you, if you can squeeze in Cargo and Blackman and Story, oh man, even some Arenado, that's really expensive, but good God, that'd be outstanding. But remember the low guys I mentioned, Para, Reynolds, the catcher situation, not bad either. Piece of the action, they're going to score runs, folks. Giancarlo Stanton, $4,600. Don't know if it's Tanner or ding dong, ding dong potential. Uh, if you're playing the early slate, Low Kane at $4,500, phenomenal. He likes hitting lefties, likes hitting Santiago. Very, very good look there from Low Kane. George Springer, $4,400, going against James Paxton. Adam Eaton, $4,400 against Dan Straley. Nice, the cheapest of the three outfield options for the Nets. Adam Jones, $4,300 going up against the lefty. And J.A. Happ is a nice look there. Jackie Bradley Jr., $43 against Tyon. We saw what he did in opening day. Bradley off to a nice start. Nice cheap price tag. Suspendus, $4,300 against Big Sexy. That's actually a hell of a price for a guy with the power potential that uh, Suspendus has. If you're fading Tanner Roark, Christian Yellick at 4,300, he let us down on the home opener, but that was against Strasburg. Faced an ace. Uh, nice look here against Tanner Roark. If you want a right-handed bat against Taiwan Walker, Hunter Pence at 4,200 isn't bad. Off to an outstanding start this season. Uh, not a bad look there. Billy Hamilton, 4,100 against Eikhoff. Gets on base, steals bases. A.J. Pollock, 4,100 against Matt Moore. If you're fading Matt Moore, Pollock is a must-play at 4,100. That is criminally cheap. Criminal, criminal, criminal. Everyone's darling for the Boston Red Sox, Andrew Benintendi, $4,000. Just $4,000, folks. You, too, could have Andrew Benintendi. Gerardo Parra, 4K. His price tag keeps rising. Get him while you can before he's up there closer. He's already inching towards the cargo Blackman level. Remember when we started, he was the low threes. It's only taking two games. He's at $4,000. DraftKings reacting a little quicker this year to prices we see, folks. When I looked at these prices last night and got my little cheat sheet together here for you guys, my goodness, I started looking at some of these prices going, it was just a few days ago where these guys were almost $1,000 cheaper. I know they're facing, the pitching affects it too, but DraftKings didn't usually move this much. Max Kepler, 3900 against Kennedy. Not a bad cheap option there if you're going Twins bats early today. Just Monty Tomas, $3,900. If you're going to ever play Tomas, it's against the lefty, it's against the lefty at home. Tomas at 3900 here's your chance. I'll pretty much say this, man, every day. Chris with a K. Davis, still criminally underpriced for double-dong potential at $3,800. Sure, he's going up against uh, Richards, who is my probably favorite pitcher of the day, like I said. I love him. If you're going to fade Richards for any reason, I wouldn't stack him per se, but if you just want a one-off, a little piece of the action, K with a Chris Davis at $3,800, the power potential at that price tag is just the risk-reward is very nice there. Grossman, 3700 for the Twins. Nice little cheap option. For the Rays, their highest-priced outfielder that I'll be targeting, which is crazy that he's the highest-priced one. Malik Smith, $3,700. Gets on base, steals bases. 
will be criminally underowned. Uh, I I don't like the price tag for him. I'm just talking ownership wise, price wise. It's pretty crazy. So remember that name, Malik Smith, will be very underowned and has the potential for a nice big big day there. Moving on to Aaron Althair of the Philadelphia Phillies. Make sure he's in the lineup, but he's a bat that likes to face lefties. Finnegan pitching for the Reds, lefty. They're playing in Cincy, great ballpark to hit in. But you have to keep in mind the weather is horrific there. But Althair did very good things against lefties last year. Uh, many would might forget who he is, so ownership-wise, if you're getting a piece of the Phillies or stacking Phillies, Remember Aaron out there. This is why I do these podcasts. I know I name a lot of guys. I tell you the good spots to target guys in. This is one of them. Aaron out there at 3,700. Jock jams. Only 3,700 against Trevor Cahill. Yes, please. I will have some jock jams. Calhoun, 3,600. If you're fading cotton, that is a great price tag. Calhoun is a very, very good hitter at 3,600. Good value with Cole Calhoun. Jay Bruce, 3,600 against Big Sexy. Solid value there. If you want to sneak your play in that Philly-Cincinnati game for the Reds, Scott Schebler at $3,600. Not a bad look there. Paulo Orlando, $3,500 if you're playing the early slate against the lefty Santiago. Aaron Judge is still only $3,400. He's more, sure he's more expensive than you know, Headley and Bird and stuff. But $3,400, very good look there for that power potential. Uh, here is... Probably one of the, I said a lot, there's been some criminal pricing tonight. This one's pretty criminal as well. Kevin Kiermeyer going up against the right-hander in Pineda, hitting at the top of that raise order. Malik Smith is $3,700. Kevin Kiermeyer is $3,400. I love when DraftKings gets it wrong. I really do. Now, I know Kiermeyer could easily go for four tonight. But, man, watching him play is a, Thing of joy. He gets on base. He steals bases. He's been doing it already this season. He has power potential that Malik Smith does not have. That's why I think the price is criminal. Not that Malik Smith can't outperform by getting on base and stealing. They're similar in that respect. But Kiermaier is a better average hitter, a.k.a. gets on base more. And the power is much more involved in Kiermaier than Malik Smith. Kiermaier at $3,400 is ridiculous. If you're playing any raise at all or you just want one Ray, Kiermaier, $3,400. Moving on to Ender Inciarte, $3,400. If you're fading DeGrom, leadoff batter, steals bases. I like Ender a lot. He had a good game in his opener. Um, I'm going to have an Atlanta stack. I'm not going to lie. I like some Ender, Marquecas, Freeman, action in it towards the top. Really good look there. And they're cheap because Marquecas, $3,200. I'll skip right to him. $3,200. You can match them up with Freddie Freeman. Nice, nice look there. Brandon Geyer, $3,400. Likely playing against the lefty and Cole Hamels. Kind of let us down yesterday, but it, you, you want to target Geyer against lefties. Uh, if you need a cheap bat, this is always a good look because he has the potential to go off against lefties. So, And it's in a good hitting environment like we talked about. That wind blowing out, warm. You've seen the ball fly in two games. Geyer at 3,400 will be criminally low-owned again. Give it a look. C. Dick, 3,300. The other Ray that's criminally enterprised. Facing the guy that loves to give up home runs, Corey Dickerson at $3,300. Hitting it at the top of that order. You put him and Kiermaier together, maybe sprinkle in some Longo for fun. Oh, it's like a fine wine. It could be beautiful. Jared Parker, $3,300. Nice little one-off or sneaky play there. If you want to go on the back-end stack, like I said, with Crawford, Panic, and Parker. Parker, $3,300 in Coors Light. Mitchell Marcakis, going to some value here. Uh, Andrew Tolls for the Dodgers leading off at three k. 
Nice value against Cahill. Very nice value. Panned out at 2,900 in the opener. 3K is nice here. Renfro, 3K against Aaron Hill. Matt, Mickey Montuck, check the lineups, but Montuck can be sneaky good at 2,900 for uh, the, uh, the Detroit Tigers. If he's playing, make sure he's playing. And last but not least, I'll mention him again and mention him hesitantly. Matt Joyce at $2,400. He hasn't done shit the first two games. But I'm telling you, that price tag is just stupid for what he can do atop that order. He's batting first or second every night over there. They keep batting him at the top, and you need punt plays for other bats or pitching. I know he's gotten you zeros, but A, he's been $2,300, so it's kind of what you expect. But B, you know what Matt Joyce can do. He's got that three- to four-hit game. He's got home run potential. That price tag is just stupid, regardless. So there you go. There's your slate. 15 games, folks. First 15-game slate of the season. We're running a little longer than normal. But uh, let's recap the top pitching options real quick. We're going to be targeting the likes of Little Chris Sale at the top at 11-2. Little Rich Hill at 10-8. My top high-priced arm is DeGrom at 10-6. Uh, in the 8K range, maybe Rourke at 82 is a solid cash game play. If you're on the day slate, Ian Kennedy at 86. Get into the 7K range where it gets fun. You're going to want to mix and match these guys. Don't go crazy, crazy. I am going to go heavy. I told you, my pick of the day, Garrett Richards at $7,100. In love. In love with him. That emoji with the two hearts in your eyes, Garrett Richards. Matt Moore at 7,200 will be getting some love for me. Tywon Walker at 75. That total over under nine, which what scares me from going heavy on those two guys because we know how the ball just flies with that yard. So I wouldn't be surprised if either guy, if not both, gets beat up. But both look to have big years. This is one of those games where it can be fun when Vegas is wrong once in a while. They're not wrong often. But like a 3-2, to 4-2 to two game would not surprise me, especially if it's the bullpen giving those runs up. These are two quality arms. Jared Eikhoff, 7,400, not bad as, at all. 6K punts, Paxton, 6,900. Don't go too heavy, but a very nice look. Could be a good play today. Bundy at 68, Cologne at 30, uh, 67. A little mixing and matching there. Lots of options to stack. I won't read them all. If you're in the day slate, Minnesota versus Kennedy could be sneaky. I love Kansas City versus Santiago on the day slate. Obviously, Detroit versus Shields on the day slate. And don't forget about White Sox versus Zim on the day slate. But in the evening, this is where we're going. Tampa Bay against Pinata. I know the uh, the over-under is only 7.5, which is sucks. But Tampa Bay, you got the cheap options of Cedic at 33, Kiermaier at 34, you even got Malik Smith at 37, Brad Miller at 36, Lomo at 32. Come on. There's some definitely nice options there. You got the Yankees versus Alex Cobb. Uh, looking into some definitely low low prices there. You know, Bird, Holiday, Judge. Um, there are some others I mentioned. Pay attention to the Headley, 29. Yankees, nice cheap options there. Uh, the Giants versus Walker. We mentioned that. Belts, Crawford, Panic, Parker. You know, the rest of them, obviously, with, I like those guys price-wise in the middle. Arizona against Moore. You know, goalie's expensive. Pollock at 4,100 is a great value play there. Uh, Tomas, if you're ever going to use, use him, this is the time. Keep an eye on Brandon Drury as well. And then the catching situation there, Ionetta Mathis. Baltimore against Hap. Trump Bomb is a solid play today. Adam Jones. Uh, Scope. Some good looks there. 
Washington against Straley is phenomenal. Great stacking. It's priced accordingly. Jay, Trey Turner at 51. Harper at 5. Eaton at 44. Love Murphy at 45. Uh, it's expensive, but it's it's quality. Colorado's an expensive one as well. Arenado at 5. Story at 47. Blackman at 5 or 51. Cargo at 49. All great. Remember, if you want to go cheaper, Parra at 4. Reynolds and the catching option. There's options there to, to make it work. Last but not least, stack away on your Los Angeles Dodgers against Trevor Cahill. Still criminally underpriced. You got Aegon at 38. Uh, Turner's 42. He went up at least. Jock Jams is in the, the high threes, which is outstanding. Uh, Seager's 45. Grandall's uh, price tag kind of went up. It's on like 38. Get your... Dodgers involved. It's going to be a repeat. I don't know 14 runs, but it could be even bloodbath yet again. It's a loaded slate. I know we're going longer than normal this year, but we're covering a lot more. We're not just, you know, picking and choosing. I'm giving you as many names as possible, so they all kind of resonate in the back of your head. I kind of, as I talk, I highlight which ones I like best. So just keep that in mind. Feedback's always welcome. You guys are listening. I appreciate it. We're making money. Uh, It's not always going to be the big nights, but we're making money. Uh, if you, any feedback's great feedback, go ahead on iTunes, give us a rating, a review. Hit me up on Twitter at BDintric or hit us up at the Sports DGens. I'm here to help. People hit me up all the time. As long as I'm not busy with something else, I will uh, I will talk to you. I tweet out throughout the day as lineups come out, so follow me there and check that out. Uh, but most importantly, good luck today. Three-game early slate, 12-game late slate, 15-game all day. Tons of other slates involved. Good action. Don't go too heavy on too many people, but maybe Gary Richards. Um, I will catch you guys tomorrow. Good luck today on your Wednesday, April 5th edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits.